Good morning from the lake. This is episode 4.11. And I am very happy to be back to rowing. This is going to be a short episode and um, I'm having my recorder on a seat facing me on this boat. So I hope I'm speaking loud enough. Um, it's a short episode because in the future I will in any case be making various types of presentations of these books. And so this is not yet that. The books I'm talking about are my collection of short stories at dawn, early short stories, which I published earlier this year. and. Um, Land of Youth and Beauty, early poems, which I published just very recently. And uh, the hardcover and the ebook are now available for that as well. I'm not yet sharing uh, much on social media about that, other than a brief mention on Facebook and Twitter when the publication had happened. That's because I'll be making like I say, presentations of them that will give a better sense of those books. Once I have the hardcover also for the Book of Poetry available. Land of Youth and Beauty. That's the state of being in love and also at the same time, and very importantly, this is the most important part of it, feeling truly loved because when you have that rarest of feelings when it's the real thing you feel young and beautiful no matter what your chronological age which like Chris Stevens in Northern Exposure I don't believe in either you are as young as you feel this is a kind of companion book to the collection of short stories in many ways that extends to the title the cover design and the nature of the book itself because these are poems that I've written so far over a period of more than two decades I never write a poem unless I really feel a need to do so. I really don't believe in any kind of assembly line poetry. Many people produce poems rather than it being an act of creation, necessary creation. Um, that's just my take on it anyway. And of course, over these years, I've been doing so many other things that a lot of time has been needed for those as well. I'd always love to have even more time for poetry, stories in any kind of form. Next, I'll be especially finishing a screenplay or two. 
or stage play or two. Several stories that have been in progress for some time and I've needed to wait for the right time to finish them in the play format, whether screenplay or stage play. But those are different stories because, of course, those are different forms. Uh, anyway, I wanted to say a few more words about this in a very unplanned way. I'm talking about the book of poetry, Land of Youth and Beauty. Like that book of short stories, these poems are from a time when I was looking for my most special things in life, and those things that truly come from my heart and my soul and my secret self. I remember Ray Bradbury using that phrase, but I'm not sure whether he borrowed it from someone else. But it's a good phrase to keep in mind. Your secret self or secret heart. Your innermost special things. Those that make life meaningful to you. And um, for me that was a long process with both short stories and poems. So I explored numerous styles and topics and just all facets of those art forms and uh, like I have said also about the book of short stories I now have a very clear sense of direction and I found those most special things and uh, I feel a need to stress this because while I am very happy and satisfied with every poem and every short story in those books still one of the key things that I hope will come across and be understood by people that these are indeed from that early period of my life when I was trying different things. In both of these books there are plenty of markers to my future and some of the poems or short stories I could have written even today or in the future because they are so much in the direction that I aim to go. Um, having said that, the other side of this is that both the book of short stories and this book of poetry also contain some pieces um, that I would no longer be doing anything like these days or in the future because I discovered that for me those were not among my most special things. I comment on some of these in the book of short stories at dawn. At the end of that book, there's a section about dates, when the stories were written, and a brief comments on each story. Sometimes very brief, because it depended on how much I felt needed to be said or was interesting to say. This book features poems in numerous styles. There are very classical ones. There are two sonnets, which I'm very happy about. Those are among the highlights of that book, even in hindsight and even years after I wrote them. There are 
more poems in various rhyming styles, different kinds of rhyming schemes, some of which I just came up with based on what felt right or what worked for a poem. So I wasn't following any, except with the sonnets, of course, I wasn't following anyone else's model. For example, the rhyme scheme for the poem Oshin and Niav, which appeared in the psychological horror adventure game Serena in 2014. This is a four-verse poem and uh, for that I created a specific rhyme scheme, which simply means, in this case at least, that I decided which of the lines will rhyme with which other lines in each of the four verses. Then there are poems that are free verse completely. Some are stream of consciousness or more in that direction. Some are very spare in style. There are happy ones, unhappy ones, absurd ones, funny ones, and so on. Speaking of dates, I'll mention here that I felt it was better to leave out the dates for the poems when they were written. I have that information and uh, it was going to go into the book at first, but then I realized that that kind of information doesn't go too well with a lyrical experience. And I, f I felt it would have been pedantic. Pedantry and lyricism don't go together. But I think that I will most likely be mentioning those dates. I know them for almost every poem, and the earliest of them is from the year 2000. Um, it was published in a magazine that was done, well, at that point almost completely by myself. Uh, I was editing the magazine, but that meant creating most of the content also. Um, I'm talking of the magazine of the Department of English at the first university I went to. I edited that magazine for a couple of years and I published that poem there in that magazine and so I could uh, very well know the date from that. I still have a copy or, a, or maybe two or three of that magazine somewhere in storage. I was going to say that I'll most likely go through the dates in some future episode of this podcast just to have that information um, and in case it's uh, interesting to comment on it um, for various reasons, to discuss things that were happening or things like that or whatever might occur to me at that time then. I mentioned uh, that this is a hardcover and an ebook, and that's because I've decided that with future books, I'll only do hardcovers and paper. No, 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 not exactly the opposite of what I was going to say. Uh, only hardcovers and ebooks. So I won't be doing any more paperbacks. Uh, they will remain available for the ones I've already published, but it's just that. When late last year I got the hardcover versions of my books up to that point, I felt so happy and it felt like I remember having this thought that these are now the final versions of these books, the versions that always wanted to be and needed to wait for the right time to happen. So 
it's not any kind of financial decision. There is a time element involved because it means that I'll need to spend time on one version less with each book I publish. I'll need to create only the hardcover and the ebook. Uh, I mentioned there's no financial reason for this because the royalties I get are about the same, if not identical, um, for the paperbacks and hardcovers. So this is not a decision based on trying to gouge money out of anyone. In fact, I set prices as low as I can, while still, of course, having, you know, a healthy sense of respect for the work you've put in for the whole of your life. I mean, it's not just a saying, and it is literally true that for an artist, every piece they create is the result of the whole of their lives the entire life of this person because that's what an artist does it's not only the mechanical action of for example writing down a poem because that mechanical action wouldn't have been possible without all the life experience preceding it you know you fight to stay alive you avoid getting killed for thousands and thousands of days <laughs> and nights. Sometimes very dark nights. But that's what an artist needs to do. So when finally a book is finished, or any other work, even a single poem, it's the result of all that. And speaking of that, I feel again such great relief. I feel like a weight has been taken off my shoulders now that this book is out there land of youth and beauty because I have carried these poems for so long and uh, this is the moment when I know that they will survive like if something happened to me right now if a local lake monster decided to have me as a morning snack those poems now exist out in the world and uh, will live on and uh, I've become ever more aware of this need to really finish things over the years because it's something you have to remind yourself of otherwise you may never finish the things you wanted to get done during your lifetime and in most cases with most of us there's never going to be a scenario where after your death someone else would go through your creative works if they even could have access to them. Maybe they wouldn't be able to access your hard drive or um, archives in any other form. With most of us it's just not the case that it could happen the way it has happened with some uh, literary celebrities or figures that have been considered important enough that their papers are preserved in universities and so on. And then after their death, some of their other works are published that never were published during their lifetime. Lifetimes.
like I mentioned, I will be doing better presentations of these books and uh, updating my website also with uh, pictures of the hardcovers for each of the books. Right now there's mainly pictures of the paperbacks. I just wanted to finish this book before doing that. Also, I'm going to be very vague now, but I'm just feeling the need to set this down here already. I will be doing readings and other types of events in the future. I'll be doing videos, including ones where I will, in fact, be in front of the camera. But things take as long as they take, and there's a right time for everything. That's what I definitely believe. And the time for doing those kinds of things hasn't been yet. Oh, I think I didn't mention at the start of this episode why this is going to be a brief episode. It's because I forgot to bring a hat and the sun is beating down on my head. And it's not a good idea to stay in direct sunlight without some protection for your head. Now I'm just trying to remember if I still wanted to say anything more, some specific point I want to make about the book of poetry. Well, I could mention that, like I was also talking about earlier, I strongly believe in each of these poems and each of those short stories, otherwise I wouldn't have put them in the book. books, rather. But I also really look forward to working now on future poems and stories and all kinds of things. This was a huge part of my backlog project for this year to publish this book. I had planned to publish three books before the midpoint of this year. I managed to. My mom died earlier this year and uh, there have been many things to do and feel relating to other matters also. And I'm still happy that I managed to. I was saying that I feel so great having now this done. They are all done and it took several decades to get to this point with both of those books. And I was saying that 
it is such a great and inspiring feeling to be facing a bare stage or a fresh page with nothing on it yet. You can put anything you want there. And uh, that's why it's so great to not be concerned with these earlier works in the sense I needed to be concerned earlier because now they have been finished all the way and uh, there's still several backlog projects to finish involving visual art, music, my early music, uh, which means again music done so far. This will take some time and then there's a very unusual book which I may or may not publish. I might, most likely will but it's not among the first priorities. And then just to mention about my future plans also, um, I am transcribing or finishing transcribing season three soon and also working on transcriptions for season four. That's been one reason why I haven't done yet more podcasts recently because I still have those to transcribe. I do it all manually and by ear, by listening to what I've said or what my guests have said on the four episodes where uh, I was talking with uh, David Lee Home for two episodes and then Pierre Esther for two episodes. Um, I transcribe everything without any kind of software. For me, that is the only way to do it. But this has meant that I haven't wanted to add greatly yet to the amount to transcribe. And uh, once I have finished yet more backlog items and finished transcribing all these episodes from the past. I used to be able to do it in real time, immediately after each episode, but uh, then there came times when I needed to spend time elsewhere. And uh, my plan is to perhaps do some episodes with very little speech. That doesn't necessarily mean music instead of speech. It may mean doing just recordings of going to places. I don't always need to talk. I like that idea quite a lot. So that would let me do some more episodes in an interesting style and also then give me more room to breathe regarding the transcriptions until I've caught up and then I could start again making podcast episodes on a more regular basis. I wanted to explain this because I'm very conscious that I've done them at greater intervals than I used to. This is only a temporary situation. I very much look forward to doing many more episodes.
but I've needed to be strict with myself regarding what I prioritize. And this is the year of clearing out all the backlog. That's the main and quite huge project. There's, for example, so much music I need to go through. Uh, hundreds of folders of different pieces, and I need to go through all of it. So this was just a set of thoughts um, in very spontaneous fashion about Land of Youth and Beauty and some of my uh, future projects and plans. And uh, again, I will present these books, including my past books other than the poetry book and the short story book in a better way in the future when I find time for that. And I still plan to also make dedicated episodes about each of these books. Until now, there has just been so much else to talk about also. And um, of course, I do want to keep the spontaneous nature of this podcast. Well, that was this episode, and thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me on my little rowboat. It's a beautiful morning. Warm, but not too hot. Very still waters. I'll talk to you again soon. And take care.